Welcome to the Honor It All podcast. I'm Honor Garrett, your host, and we're here to honor all that is good in the world. Each podcast, I interview top professionals around the globe who are making a difference, impacting lives, and creating positive change. Today, we have Lofa Tatupu, an outstanding college football player as a linebacker for the University of Southern California under Pete Carroll back in the day and selected 45th overall in the 2005 NFL draft by the Seattle Seahawks. Lofa followed his father Mosi's footsteps as they both played at USC and Lofa's father spending most of his career as a New England Patriot as fullback and special teams. What a special father-son connection that must have been. What I think makes Lofa so inspiring is his ability to take a challenging situation that many professional athletes face and turn it into his life's passion to help others. I'm so honored to have you here with me today, Lofa, as part of the Honor It All podcast. Welcome. How are you? Wow, quite the intro. Thank you, Honor. And uh, it's my honor to be here and a privilege. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm so glad. I've, I've recently gotten to know your mother, Linnea, well, and um, it's so wonderful to get to know about your family. But what I want our listeners is to know more about you and, and how did you grow up uh, I, with your father playing, you know, playing football and you being in that atmosphere? Um, do you have a big family? What was it like growing up? Yeah, well, it was just me and my sister, uh, who's three years older, Linnea. And, uh, and then even though it was just the four of us, me and my dad, my mom and uh, Nea, we slowly started taking in, you know, family members um, that, that needed help. So like you said, helping others, it was kind of just at the forefront of how I grew up. Uh, we took in two cousins that, that, that needed uh, somewhere to go. And then a couple of my dad's brothers and sisters that um, fell on some tough times out in Hawaii, um, you know, just getting into some trouble and uh, being in, in some tough scenes. Um, they had to get away from it, you know, get a new environment. And um, really, we watched them thrive, you know, graduate uh, high school and then even go to college. So it was incredible. Um, having the family around me that I did. But um, like you said, helping others was, was kind of just, I think it was in, in my blood from, from the jump. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And so growing up, were you used to, you know, just going to games or were you actually busy playing your own games? What, what was the influence that your dad had um, with your love for football? You know, it was um, really both my parents. Um, they were incredible, incredible human beings. And uh, my dad playing football was my hero. And so you always want to do what dad, dad does. At least I did. And so um, fell in love with the game as soon as I found a football and found out what it was. And just, um, I mean, I can remember from the time I was like five, six years old, I still, you can't play until you're seven years old. And so I was, you know, begging my parents to play at five because I was big enough. I was bigger than most of my friends and being, being half Samoan. And so, um, you know, I was watching football from sun up till sundown. So when you talk about like the 10,000 rule to, you know, master to, to mastery, <laughs> I, by the time I got to college, I probably had 20,000, you know, hours of, uh, of, you know, film study. And I just, I loved it. I loved everything about it. And um, while I was, it was probably not my best sport, um, in our household, you had to play something every, every season just to keep, keep you busy and active, right? Um, I see a lot of kids just picking one sport these days, and I think they're really limiting themselves to, to um, seeing what else they're good at and, and learning, obtaining other skills. Basketball, baseball, all those things helped me get better at football, whether it was baseball situationally, basketball, peripherally, and out, you know, um, guarding your man on the ball. So that's where a lot of my interceptions came from in football. But, um, you know... It was uh, sports was played a huge role in our, our upbringing. And um, but football was the one I loved the most, even though it was not my best sport. I had to work really hard at it. I had to work really hard at it. And uh, but I, when you when you're doing something you love, it doesn't feel like work. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because my husband as a football coach always says, I, I don't like how everyone is specializing in one sport. We played everything. I played baseball. I played basketball. Uh, football, anything you could get your hands on, because it does, it makes you a better overall athlete and it makes you think differently in different situations. Yeah. And it, it, it's, and it's that club sport specialized thing. That's really, um, 
made people really just have one talent. What was your most talent? What was your best sport though? So you said, uh, Oh, baseball, baseball easily. I could, I could walk out there, hit a couple home runs and pitch a no hitter. And, but it was just, wow. it, it was boring to me that, you know, there's a lot of standing around and, you know, just, um, but also to your point though, in playing all those other sports, not only does it teach you different skills, whether it's motor skills, um, communication, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, when you're not the best at something and you're striving to be the best, you, you find your role on a team. And I think a lot of kids struggle to find their role on teams. Like not everybody's going to be the leader, you know? And, and so in football for the longest time, I was not, while I was a six time captain in the NFL, I wasn't the captain in college. I wasn't a captain. I was captain one year in high school. So, you know, and that's, because largely it's when you're young, it's those, the great, the greatest players. Those are the guys that are, and you know, I'm not ashamed to say it. I was not the greatest athlete on any of my teams, but, um, but football especially was something that I had to really work hard at and learn a role. And, and so, you know, that's um, what I think on top of the skills um, athletically, I think the skills, you know, as a person, those are the things they're lacking too, when they don't try other new things and new sports. Well, it makes a difference. My, my husband is coaching now at Lafayette College, which um, is a division one, but SBF, you know, the Patriot League. And it matters if you're, if you're smart and you know what you're doing. It matters if you have a really good work ethic. You know, you're not going to be the biggest, best player in the world. So you really got to be smarter if you're not, if you're not um Absolutely. athletically gifted or physically gifted so um you you really have to pull everything out but um I asked my husband John about your dad and he said oh Lofa's dad Mosi was such an excellent player um and I just I wanted you to know that um because um that means he, a lot for me. he 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 um really thinks a lot of him so you know, people assume that since you played football or you were an, a, a, a pro athlete, that you're so lucky you got to do something that so few people get to do and you should be so grateful. And I think, I think you are grateful and I think most people are, but people don't realize some of the consequences that come with playing the game. And that's job instability and injury and the toll on your physical and mental health. Um, some navigate it really well and then others don't. When you were in the game, did you love being part of the game? Oh, I loved it. I loved, you know, grateful, blessed, um, a dream come true. Uh, but then, like you said, double-edged sword, careful what you wish for. So like, you know, the, the average fan, they just see Sundays and they see the crowd roaring and they see you making plays and, and then they see the contracts and things like, you know, but the the toll it takes on your soul i mean you know mental physical emotional well-being like you just said um i absolutely loved being in the game but i didn't realize the damage it was doing to me and um and i think that's pretty much why my dad at an early age was pushing me to baseball and <laughs> I, I can't sit here and say i wish i listened to him but i mean you know i now i know what the lens he was looking through, his perspective, looking back on his 14 year career. I only played six, but I had, I exited with 10 surgeries and, and 15 plus concussions. Um, so um, just to, you know, when you speak about you know, the sacrifice, it's, <laughs> and then uh, the other thing you're saying, job instability, you don't know, are you gonna have to uproot your family and go to another team? So I really consider myself pretty fortunate, even all things considered, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's not easy. Uh, you know, uh, it's not as, as glamorous as they make it look to say that. I know. And, and, and people think that, you know, they make so much money to do what they do, but they're not in that rehab room with you every, you know, getting the ice baths and getting all the rehab done um, just so you can feel good enough to, to go back. out and play another game. It's, it's the truth. I mean, um, I think maybe I haven't really watched it, but Hard Knocks is probably bringing a little more of it to light, you know, okay. what, they, what they will show you. But um, 
you know, at the end of the day, you're still human beings. And I think, you know, you know, because you're, you're an athlete or a star athlete, you know, people lose sight of that, but like, we have bad days too. We go home and, you know, hopefully to a loving family, you know, which I always did. Thank, thank yeah. God. But it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. All, all this, all the, all that you have to put into it, you know, just to show up, you know, in some capacity of, of what they expect you to be. I mean, because from the first practice, you're never 100%. And, uh, you know, you, it's just, and you're just hoping like, hey, can I stay, you know, somewhere above 80 or 90%? Um, and then, you know, it even gets to the point where it, towards the middle to the late, later half of my career, it was like, man, can I just make it through a season? You know, like you start having those conversations and that's a dangerous road to go down when you're, when you're in their plan, it's like, man, I got people counting on me and I'm just trying to make it to Sunday. It's, it's just crazy. And then, and then there's also life after football. And I imagine it's really difficult going from football is my life. It's all that I know. And now what, like what, how, how is that journey for you? And how did you feel after you left football? I know for my husband, it was hard and he didn't even get to play very long um what how was it physically emotionally spiritually for you um you know physically i i just had to face the reality that i just couldn't do it anymore not to the level that i or the standard that i held for myself and um you know as you mentioned I, you know i made a pro bowl um you know was blessed to be one of the the better players you know or recognized as one of the best linebackers in the league and um and so when you start to have that struggle and you're like, man, I'm just not who I used to be or who I, who I can be because of these injuries, it, it takes a lot, you know, it takes a toll on you. And so I think, you know, coming to grips with that and then, you know, emotionally is saying goodbye to something that was always there for you. You know, this is why football is one of the greatest sports and also one of the loneliest. You can't just go down to the park you know, call 22 guys up and, and have a football game, right? Like you better be That's really true. well. <laughs> it's not like picked up basketball. <laughs> you know, even baseball, they have, they have baseball leagues. Um, you know, I know there's some semi-pro football, but it's, it's at this point, you know, with all the injuries you have, it's just not worth it. And, um, and so there is a definite, you know, a, a, a period where you, you got to say goodbye to the game. You know, and, and I'm talking the game. I know it's just a game, but it's always been there for you when you were a kid, no matter how bad life was or how tough it was, because, you know, everyone goes through stuff growing up and uh, the football football was always there for me, you know, and uh, and then I think the bigger part, it, you know, it wasn't like an identity crisis. I've heard of, you know, some guys having that were like, oh, who am I without football? That was never the case for me. The, the hardest part for me was not being part of a team. You know, I love being part of a team and just um, having that accountability peer to peer, uh, people trying to get better on a daily basis. Um, it's man, it's infectious. It's it's contagious. It's like, especially when you win a championship, we were, we were blessed to do that in college, two champion, two national championships. And that's all you have on your mind is like, okay, where's the next ring? Where's the next ring? And uh, so it's uh, for me, I think saying goodbye to the game, you know, wasn't so much like that was my purpose. Uh, you know, my parents always told me, like, hey, football is just something you do. It's not who you are. And um, so I didn't get too wrapped up in that. But, you know, luckily, and I say luckily, I was blessed. I was out of football for a year or two and my phone rang and I got the call to come back and coach football. So oh. uh, while it was tough, you know, and I, you know, I'm thankful. I'm grateful that, you know, the phone did ring. John Schneider from the Seahawks called me and said, hey, um, you know, I, I know you love football. You're a football guy, you know, just like your husband. He's a football guy, right? And uh, he's like, why don't you come back and coach, help coach the linebackers? And I was like, you know what? I'm only like right now, I'm just, I'm at home. My, my kid was two at the time. We only had one at the time. Uh, we were just having our second. I was like, yeah, I'll come coach, you know, like, I love football. Man. I'll, I'll come right back and do that. Oh, that's great. So are you there now? What are you doing I'm now? Out, I'm out here. So that was in 2014. And um, so 15 and 16, I coached with the linebackers. And um, it was, 
man, back part of a team, it's, it was an incredible feeling um, and quite the experience, you know, seeing it from the other perspective, um, you know, having sit in the, the, the chair as a student and now being the teacher. Um, and then also under great coaches like, like Pete, had him in college and then uh, played for him for one year here in the NFL. And then now to be back on the staff and, and you know, listen to the, how they talk about the team, how they talk about direction, how they talk about competition. Um, it's very, you know, so structured. I know everybody thinks, oh, Pete just likes to have fun. He's just a big kid out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's again, one of those, um, you know, misconceptions of, you know, or, or, or reality of like, Yo, Pete grinds. He works as hard and he is one of the biggest competitors at anything. It doesn't matter. If there's a competition, he wants to win more than anybody. I mean, like I'm talking like with the likes of Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, like those guys that, that just, they have that hunger to win. And like that's why he's still coaching. And that's why he stays so young. And so it was an incredible experience. And then I got to coach KJ Wright and Bobby Wagner, two of the greatest ever put on the uniform. So what, you know, it was, I don't know how good of a coach I was. Those guys were already studs, you know, um, but. It no, it makes a difference. It makes a oh. difference. No, it doesn't matter how good you are. We always, um, I'm a health life mindset coach. And even though I work and I help people gain clarity and really change their life, I will always have a coach. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody needs that other person to help sharpen them. Yes. Absolutely. Just keep you on track. Like, Hey, you, you good. You're good. You're doing this. You're keeping up. And yeah, absolutely. And um, so that's 15 and 16. That's what I did out here. And I didn't know it at the time, but it was a move that would pretty much save my life, you know, um, you know, from the many injuries, the physical, mental and emotional trauma, the brain injuries, the, the, the concussions, um, all that, um, you know, I still, I felt like I was doing the best I could but I didn't feel like I was living my life, not like I had been known to and, um, you know, just dealing with a whole host of issues on top of putting on like 35, 40 pounds, like I gained a bunch of weight because, you know, you're used to eating so many calories yeah. a day, but now, you know, your body hurts so much, you can't even work out. I, I tried several times to get out there and, and, you know, go and work out and, and um, you know, it's, it's just, it wasn't, it was again having that conversation. It's like, love, you just you can't do this anymore. You know, the move to coaching and coming back to Seattle would would change and save my life um, for for a life that that I knew, you know. And uh, so, because of that, when I, I coaching was so many hours, and my kids were so young, it was you know, as you know, the commitment is real, and um, it was uh, it was tough. I made the tough decision to stop coaching and spend more time at home, but. Um, in 14, I did buy some real estate that was zoned for recreational cannabis. And, um, and at the time I didn't, I, you know, just a real estate play, me and my business partner, who was a former linebacker too, one of my brothers, Matt McCoy, we got into it, just, you know, learn something new. If you're going to learn something, learn something new. And uh, we had no history or experience in running a business, creating a brand and uh, selling a product. And, but we just worked as hard as we could. And so we ended up taking over operations, growing the actual product ourselves, selling and distributing to retail stores. It was like, you know, I didn't go to school for business. I didn't even graduate, but, but I, but I knew, <laughs> I know a lot about business now that I was running with my, with one of my best friends and brothers. And, uh, and when I was in the industry, I was hearing more and more about CBD as opposed to THC. You know, um, because I had gotten I'd gone back to the cannabis plant as a more natural remedy for inflammation, all the stuff that I was dealing with physically and emotionally and mentally even. And, um, you know, it still didn't seem to agree with me too much. So um, but I started hearing about CBD and I was like, OK, so what is it? What you know, what is it not? You know, because we're trying to we're still in the early, you know, sort of infant or toddler stages of really knowing what it is and everything, even though I've been taking it since 2015, 16-ish, you know, um, but as I studied more and more, I started just sampling all these products to, uh, with very low THC, because I kept hearing about the benefits of all the other cannabinoids that, which cannabinoids is just plant-based compound, so it's a plant compound that, you know, agrees with our 
We have an endocannabinoid system that's That's what I wanted to ask you. And wait, okay. I wanted to ask you about that. So, but first of all, for anybody who's listening, um, what I want you guys to know, because we're going to get a little bit into this, is that um, Lofa discovered, you know, the benefits of CDB for him personally, and he started his own company and it's called Zone In. And so we're going to ask him some questions about how he did it and, and what's, what do we need to know about it? But I know that we all have a endocannabinoid endocannabinoid system. Yeah, it's a it's a tongue twister. Um, and what does that mean? It is a system comprised of cells that you know signal back and forth, and it it oversees everything from memory, um, gut health, our um, immune system. Um, it's just it it it's your full system, you know, and like that's. I mean, I, like I said, how much time do you have for me to get into this? Um, that's, well, that's I just think it's amazing because you, you have never heard people talk about that until CDB yeah. came along. And it's such a, I have a friend who um, knows so much about it and she talks about it all the time, how it's so important for your body and to support that system. And, and so you came up with you and I guess a partner came up with zone in it's, it's a full spectrum CDB. What does that mean? Full spectrum, well, really it's full spectrum hemp extract. So it comes from the hemp plant. Now hemp is of the cannabis genus. So that's why we say hemp, everybody's like, oh, weed. It's like, no, not, not really. Yeah, it is yeah. a cannabis plant, but it's, it's, you know, the biggest difference is the varying amounts of THC. Industrial hemp by law is 0.3% THC or less. So they deem that, you know, sufficient to uh, go to all 50 states without triggering a psychoactive high. It's all the good stuff that's in the cannabis and hemp plants without the THC. And um, so upon taking this, this was 2016, I was 280 pounds. Um, when I woke up, I had to like let my feet dangle to the edge of the bed to let the blood come back to them. And then, you know, furniture walk like a toddler over to the bathroom. Within a week or two of taking this, because it also, the endocannabinoid system, it, you know, um, it also pain perception, or it has, it plays a role on our opioid receptors and pain tolerance. So I remember just getting up after one of the best sleeps I've ever had and just walking straight to the bathroom. And I was like, that was different. Like, oh, wow. I, you know, I was, I, was, I was still 280, you know, hadn't really lost any weight, but I was like, that didn't hurt like it used to hurt. Um, and you notice things like that. And then specifically with, um, you know, the concussions and stuff, my wife just, she started noticing that I was in just a more stable mood, you know, no highs and lows. It's just, it was steady ground. So after a couple of months, you know, I, and I just, I told her, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the gym. And she was like, yeah, right. You know, and I, <laughs> I don't, I don't falter for saying it because I tried in the past, tried. And uh, again, but with this newfound, I mean, pretty much lease on life, I was like, yo, it, I can't tell you what it is, but my ankles and my knees and all the surgeries, it doesn't hurt like it used to, like not even just a couple of days ago, not even a week ago. And I mean, that it all plays a role because people know CBD for, stress relief and um, anxiety, right? You know, and, and, and sleep. And yes, depending on the varying amounts, you can achieve those uh, results. Generally like heavier dose or higher doses over north of 60, 70 milligrams, it'll have a sedative effect bringing you down. But in low milligrams, which is what I was taking around 15 to 30, it can have a mental clarity aspect, you know, and really work cognitively, you know, on the things that were wrong in my brain. And uh, so like anything else, it starts with mental health. If you don't have that, you're not going to have your physical or emotional health. And um, or it won't matter. Yeah. Right. And it, it, came, it came down to really the three things that all athletes know, sleep, diet, and exercise. And like it put those things like, so like I said, go, I went from I'm 235 right now. I've held this weight for like four years, um, work out every day. 
I've been more productive in my, you know, uh, business and, you know, even more in the moment, hence zone in with my family, you know, not just physically there, but I'm there present moment. And um, so in, in creating a brand, I was like, yo, I mean, this, I was telling everybody when I was on my journey, I was like, yo, it's just put me in the zone, but it's, it's really put my life back into focus. So hence zone in and, and every athlete knows about being in the zone. Uh, everybody knows about being, it's, it's the, the place of your, your best, your peak performance. And, um, you know, I'm just grateful for everything this plan's done for me. So it helps with anxiety, pain relief, depression, sleep issues, and, and it, and it helped you with that across the board. I got, I had all, I, pro, I still do have all those, but I don't, I deal with them properly now. I don't, you know, um, I know what stress triggers are now, you know, it's made me realize like, okay, we came to this point and we've always chosen this path. Well, maybe there's a better way, Loaf. Like maybe we should go this way. <laughs> and I can laugh about it now because I used to cry about it. I used to be like, man, what the hell is going on? What's wrong with me? Like what's wrong with you, Loaf? Like having those conversations. And um, I, it's, Again, I'm just so grateful for everything, and um, you know, yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not supposed to make claims of that it's for that, but it it, it fixed all the things that were wrong in my life, and you know, inflammation and stress are two of the biggest, you know, killers out there, and um, reducing both, it's done, you know, tremendously, and um, it's incredible what this this is the future of health and wellness. I Absolutely, mean, I, I mean, I'm as a health coach, um, I think what you put in your body and the food you eat makes all the difference in the world to every system in your body, to your brain, to your endocrine system, to everything, your heart health, your, your mood. So, Hey, you're pre preaching to the choir. I completely agree. And like I said, I'm not a doctor. I can't make claims yeah. that anything cures or whatever, but we can, explain you know the the results that we've gotten personally yeah and even like you're saying through diet a lot of people don't understand like when they eat bad food it has an effect on their mood on their gut which controls you know happiness and you know, if you don't have a happy gut you're inflamed there i mean you're in trouble and um i started just feeling stuff on a on a cellular level that was you know insane it was intense like I could feel the sun on my skin when I was usually numb to that like I used to when I was sitting when I was a kid I wouldn't put sunscreen on I'm, I've already got fairly you know tan skin so and it would always turn into a burn but now like I'm so in the moment that like one time I was outside and I was like "Ooh, is it hot out here and like everybody else was like yeah not more than usual I was like I'm putting some sunblock on and they thought they're like well, you never put sunblock on and so just feeling things on a deeper level was, was, was what really even so much like the food. When I had a greasy, heavy meal, I could feel it, how it affected my mood. I could feel how it shut me down. I could feel everything. And so now I started to, like I said, you know, I, we, we have two paths in the road. I always went right. Or, or we'll say I always went left, you know, down the wrong road. Now I'm going down the right road. And uh, hey, that's, that, that's awesome. And, uh, I see you're wearing the sweatshirt. I think that's your logo, right? It's so. the logo. We, we got the little, uh, so it's perfectly balanced because yeah. CBD's taught to, so if I, you know, I flip it upside down, it's the same exact logo. And we, that was done for a reason, you know, it's balance. Balance is the key to life, key to happiness. Um, and so in between, we got the negative space Z, right? For zone in. And then uh, in the middle, we got the two triangles or, or deltas, uh, the symbol for difference of. Some people need to come down to reach homeostasis. Some people need to come up to reach homeostasis. So it will do in the right dosage, it will do for you what you need it to, uh, because it's not just for sleep. I'll take a tincture during the morning or the day um, to just you know reset and, and focus. And, uh, and at night, I'll do probably about 60 milligrams to really bring me down and put me in a, a better REM sleep. So I used to sleep eight, eight to nine hours. Now I'm more down to like five and a half, six and a half, because I require less sleep because I'm getting into the REM sleep and staying there longer. So now, I mean, 
it is a total life changer in terms of when you get, pro I never knew what proper rest is. I have sleep apnea and mm -hmm. I got the CPAP machine. I had that, you know, when I was coaching, um, I had that in 2015 and I started even just using that every night. Like it made me feel a little better. But when I started using CDE and like found out what a, I'm talking, I used to like hit the alarm clock, like now nah, I'm staying in bed. You know, I got, I got another hour. I got another 30 minutes. Now I wake up like at 5 a.m. like, all right, it's time to go. And like jumping out of bed. Like it's not like a, I'm like, okay, it's, I'm up. And People don't know how powerful that is because sleep, oh. actually I tell any of my clients, if you had to do one thing, whether it's eat right, which is, I would say sleep is the number one. It's, it's how your body heals itself. How you recover. And, and, and I, I truly believe that, you know, God has provided everything that we need on this earth to heal. And so, you know, CDB is a natural substance. You know, it's there for us to use, you know, because I, I hear some people say, well, you know, does it make you high or does it make you groggy? And it really doesn't. It complements your system for what you need, right? Whatever you're, whatever you're lacking, it's, it brings you to balance. So, you know, um, and that's, um, you know, really, man. I, it's all about homeostasis. I, I, yeah. And I didn't know how good, I didn't know how good life could be. <laughs> it's, uh, that's why I always wear this when I'm, you know, talking about it or talking about, uh, you know, what it's done for me is because um, not just, okay, so three years, we'll be, we'll have our second birthday next month um, and uh, zone in CBD will, which is pretty special. But three years before I started this company, I was just buying quality, full spectrum uh, hemp extract and handing it out to family members, friends, strangers, uh, <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah, it, that's it's gonna uh, help you. Man, when you, when something saves your life, you owe it to everybody else to at least tell them. And, I'm, you know, and so, you know, I got people to hit me up and I'm like, yo, like, you see what it's done for me. Because uh, I remember, what was it, when I lost all that weight and, you know, a couple of years ago, I probably really looked like I could go back and play at 36, 37 years old. Mm. Uh, and, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, you're doing, you're on uh, steroids like you did, you did you go through the doctor and I was like what no like not yet I mean in a couple of years I'm gonna <laughs> maybe travel down the path of like seeing if my testosterone levels are low and all that because I've heard a lot of success stories from from friends right. that, yeah, yeah absolutely you know, just getting all the levels you know to where it should be um but you know I was like I CBD man this literally it's all I, I've done other than you know which led to me bet, a better understanding of my own self and my own system which like i said the quality of sleep and then the foods that i eat you know food food's supposed to fuel you as you know um you know with, it shouldn't shouldn't make you want to go lay down and take a nap <laughs> right exactly and I, and i don't know um if you struggle with anxiety or anything like, like that I, don't, I know that the cdb helps with that um i also recommend yeah, meditation and yeah and things like that for people. But um, so, you know, firsthand that can help people and um, it can actually help anyone, but it also can help maybe those uh, former players or athletes that are really hurting, um, that it may help them, that it's worthwhile. But what about, what about the normal, you know, what about the, the wives and the kids that because I help women who are living in a household with a former athlete that might be struggling with CTE and they have mood swings and hopefully if they use CDB, that will calm it down. But, but there's a level of stress and anxiety on the family of how to react, how, how to do the right thing. Um, is CDB something that's good as well for, for the wives, the moms and the, and the kids? Absolutely. CBD, I, I think is, is good for anybody, you know, um, you know, and the only, like, cause like I always, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't ever want to come off as a salesman. So I've actually talked people out of CBD, like, you know, a person like yourself who's a health coach. And, you know, if, if you're, you're getting your sleep, you're eating right. Um, you know, you're doing 
bad foods and stuff in moderation, then you probably don't need CBD, but I'm human. I still mess up. <laughs> and so, but um, I just, as an anti-inflammatory, you know, not just for the, you know, my body, but for my brain, because as I mentioned with, you know, CTE, now it's a neurodegenerative disease. CBD is a neuroprotectant. Does this mean it can reverse the damage? I don't know, but I think it can limit the effects that mood that come with CT, mood swings, um, irritability, uh, irrational behavior, things, you know, the stuff that comes along with brain injury, serious brain injury. So, um, you know, it's, and, but in general for, for, for the wives who I feel for, cause my wife, I mean, she, she went through it just like, like, seeing me just sit there and like, yo, what's wrong? And I don't know what to tell her. Like, you know, I was like, well, I don't know. And, you know, I, I went all the routes of going seeking, talking to a therapist and trying to, you know, figure out, get to the root of it. But the, you, you're battling, a, a you're fighting a battle that, you know, a lot of it's unknown. Like it's, it's, it's damage that's been done. And can you reverse it? I mean, I feel like a different man. So I'm not going to say it's completely reversed. Um, but, um, I'm incredibly, I, I think it's really needs to be a sought, sought after option for not just, you know, the former player, but definitely the spouse and those, the support system that, you know, they're going through a lot of stress. And, um, you know, this, when you have your stress levels reduced, you can see so much more clear. You can, you know, you, you can react to situations, um, objectively rather than you know subjected to the emotions or the, the heat of the moment right so I you know a case in point like that even just several years before having CBD I used to have very bad uh road rage very bad I would drive down follow you I would get out of the car it's easy to have road rage <laughs> every there's a lot of people that have road rage because it's a fight or flight mechanism it is it's a situation happened and like you know someone especially a former athlete this is where when confrontation goes down, well, oh, we know how to, I know how to solve this with violence. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not the way it should be done, but there are everyday individuals that need anger management because, you know, they did get into a road rage incident where they just, they literally lost their, out of their mind for that second, right? If you're, if you're taking CBD and it, it can actually, you know, keep you even keel, keep you uh, balanced, you know, you're not gonna, I, Case in point, I've had people, you know, cut me off, flip me off. And like, normally I would, I was like, yeah, no, this is, I'm, here we go, pull over. And, but now the last four or five years since I've been taking it, I just turn my music up louder and just smile and wave, which makes them more mad. And I actually should stop waving, but. <laughs> well, you know, for one, one thing I wanted to mention is, is, is it um, reversible? Well, first of all, like we know, inflammation is the root of all disease. I mean, disease starts when there's inflammation. And so if you can reduce that inflammation and then also our body, we have a new body almost every seven years. We, we literally cells die and 300,000 new cells happen every second. So you have a new spleen every few months, you have a new, you know, liver, it, it takes, you know, some it's a few years, some it's a few months. So I believe, you know, that there's a possibility that you can reverse that if you are, have the right lifestyle, if you're taking the products that will reduce inflammation and you're putting your body in the best environment to when new cells come along, that they're good. That they're trained and ready to go. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, and that, that that's especially like with the sleep. You know, um, I can't tell you. You know, you, you know when you got a good night's rest. If you've had one before, you wake up just energized. You're like, okay, I feel like a kid again. Like almost waking up singing. But um, <laughs> it's it's done so much because I've been reading a book about the brain. It's done so much for the 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 part of the brain that controls not just emotion but memory because. When I was leaving the game at 30, um, I was going through a lot of cognitive deficits, you know, memory loss. I could not, no memory retention, trouble focusing. I couldn't even like fo sit down and focus long enough to read. Um, 
in the last couple of years, I've read more books in my life than I have years prior, which um, I think it's, it's done something there for, you know, in terms of the, the learning or the mental capacity to the ability to learn new information. I was never a, I was always a visual learner or audio, like we're having a conversation. I'll remember details about that forever. But if I had to read it, I, I forget it. I, my reading comprehension was poor, like, you know, and it had nothing to do with the vocabulary or anything. It was just, I wasn't present moment. And so now with the sleep, you know, on point with the diet, you know, there, um, I'm finding that I'm still growing as a person um, long after when everybody said the prime was, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it's been incredible how it's helped me, you know, really thrive as a person. Well, to me, that's really exciting too, because as long as you have that desire to keep learning and reading that, that really boosts your own confidence that you um, are capable of learning new things and doing new things. And so even just for that alone, um, I do have to say thank you to you and Linnea for sending me some products. And I would say my results because I've never had a hard time sleeping, but um, I have recently in my older years have woken up very anxious in the morning and I don't know why. Like I have no idea why I have this anxiety in the morning, um, like something's going to go wrong or so what's, what do I have to do today? And, um, and taking the CDB has really helped me when I wake up in the morning, really just be calm and present. So that has been big, a, a game changer. And then the roller, love the roller <laughs> to help with the muscles and the everything. So you have a few products. Do you want to tell, um, before we wrap up, do you want to tell our listeners, um, a couple of the, what are the, is it three basic products that you have? Yeah, we just released our fourth. So we have the traditional oil dropper, which, um, you know, uh, it's about 60, it's 500 milligrams in the bottle and the same as the capsule. A lot of people have been preferring the capsule. Everyone's different. Um, you really got to spend time and figure out your doses and, and what you like. And the way I tell people to find out the dose is like, you just for a day or two, probably a day or three days, just take like, you know, one in the morning and maybe one at night, just see if you notice anything, if you notice, you know, less pain, less, you know, ir irritability, anything like you can think of that was better in the day. And then if you don't really feel anything has really happened, you could go up to like two, you know, and two and one. So three times a day, but it's uh, the only time you'll find your threshold is because we all have different thresholds. Um, if you get very tired on it, I've had people say, oh, I did one dropper and I, I took a nap. Well, one, you're probably in my, I know who, my buddy, he's a 4 a.m. guy, doesn't go to bed until like midnight. Like he grinds around the clock. I go, yo, that was your body telling you, yo, this is not sustainable. We are not doing well. Yeah, we are not doing well. Like, so your body shuts you down. It wasn't really the oil that, but because then he, the next few days, I mean, it was crazy. He's like, dude, I've never slept past my alarm. His alarms are like 4.30. And he said, he, he texted me at 6 a.m. And uh, he's on the East Coast. So it's 3 a.m. in my time. Of course, mm -hmm. I am doing I'm like, yeah, bro, it's only 3 a.m. over here. Like, I got two more hours. He's like, I've just, he's like, I've never felt this good waking up. And I was like, yeah, because you've never had real rest. And so yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's incredible what it's done for so many people. Like, like I said, this is why I started the business because I have so many stories that, you know, they're, they're private, but they mean the world to me. And they put me on a mission to go spread the word as much yeah. as I could because it's changing people's lives for the better. Um, and, uh, so our other product, as you mentioned, Roll Deep, it's a roller. It's a topical that, um, you know, everyone's starting to love. I had to release one that did not burn because everybody that's used to taking topicals, they're like, well, I want the burn. I was like, well, when I always took the burn, I never felt like it really did anything except for put my skin on fire. So yeah, underneath didn't really hurt because I'm like, feel like I'm burning. So <laughs> I was on a search after like, oh, it had to be like 50 or 60 products. I finally found one formulation that I was like, yeah. And every product that we put out, I have sampled and journaled and logged for at least three to six months. So it's not, that's why we only have a product suite of four products. My team's not happy with me, but 
That's their problem. Like it better work. It better work if I'm putting my name on it. And so this one is the best formulation I ever uh, had. And um, and then we're I'm pleased to announce in a month or two we'll be releasing our fifth product, which is the um, extra or the heat version. So it'll be real oh, deep plus heat. Yeah. So I found one that finally works. It's um, you know doesn't burn the skin so like you you know you don't know if it's like the heat or not it's it, it's just it's soothing but it is warming sensation and it's it's incredible but then our fourth product that we released just about first quarter this year maybe march or april it's um an energy uh, mix and it's almost like a hybrid of a pre-workout and we released it as an energy mix because i'm used to taking pre-workout and like if it didn't get me like going then I was like, ah, you know, no one else is going to like it that takes pre-workout. But this one, I didn't, I had the best workout of my life. You know, the mind-body connection was so intense because of the ingredients on top of, you know, CBD, alpha GPC, beta alanine, they got all the good stuff in there. Ton of vitamin C, that's all good for motor recruitment. And I remember having the best like back workout workout of my life. And then I went to the gym and I didn't miss a shot in basketball, which is very rare. I'm not really a shooter. And I was like, oh, I'm sold. And I took that for like three months. And I was like, this is the formulation we're going to market with. And so, um, you know, we're trying to, you know, we believe in movement, you know, uh, we're founded by a bunch of athletes. And so, um, you know, as we always sleep, diet, exercise is really, if you can get that, zoned in you will be living your best life and so just trying to continue to educate people on what it is what it isn't and um and keep putting out great products at work uh, because that, that i use every day i use all those products every day well i'll tell you uh you and i both really only want people to be healthy and and for them to feel good and to you know, get the most out of this body that, um, that we have. And so CDB is good for everyone, but everyone has to figure out what's best for them. So we're not, you know, I'm not sitting here telling everybody to use CDB, but what I'm saying is if you're struggling in any of these areas, whether it's sleep, whether it's anxiety, whether, um, it's cognitive, um, issues, you know, whether it's highs and lows, why, why not try it and, um, and see. And so, um, and I want to thank you. I've got a coupon code to be able to give the listeners um, that Linnea sent over to me. So um, anybody who's interested in trying it, I have a coupon code. I will put that in the show notes for anybody that's interested. And, um, you know, Lofa, I know that there are probably some people out there right now in our audience that are struggling with life right now, whether it's their circumstances. Is there any encouragement that you'd like to share for them? Keep going. Um, it's, it's never easy. It's, it's, you know, um, this, is, this is life, right? And, uh, but you got to be grateful for every moment and um, you know, f- find your why you know, you're, you're for, for your existence. And, and, you know, mine is my family. I know that. And uh, I'll always keep fighting for them. And so, um, but we're here for you as a community too. Um, you can, you can follow us. We post workouts and videos and, you know, and just people live in life to the fullest. Cause you know, that's whether you're happy or sad, all unfortunately, you know, it's, 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 it's inevitable that we won't be here forever. So um do not take it for granted um and uh just you know live life to the fullest because uh now you do you do that with your wife and kids do you do you guys work out together or, or... i gotta get the kids working out with school starting up so i want to put them in sports again because they, they haven't had any sports they were in baseball a year ago and with everything that happened um, no one was doing baseball out here and so uh you know it was, it was challenging it was trying times right but you know, with the right perspective, which is what I feel like I've been blessed with as of recent is that, um, man, my kids are already 10 and seven. And where did that time go? Um, you, you will know, never I, regret spending more time with your kids. Oh, ever. And so, you know, was it tough? Yeah, it was tough. You know, I felt for, you know, my wife too, you know, it's, it's, but 
man, I mean, the house has been pretty quiet the last three days. And it's kind of sad. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm now an empty nester and all this. I'm like, really? Like they're all, my youngest is 19. My oldest is 26. So um, it does go fast. And um, my husband is such a great dad, but he's had to miss a lot of things as a coach. And if he, if he really sat down and thought about it, it would probably crush him. And, um, and he knows it, but he's a great dad and he's there all the time that he can be there and he's, and he reaches out all the time. So, but you staying with your kids and spending more time with them, I I totally respect that because, um, football, football will be there when I want to go back. It'll be there. Absolutely. It sure will. Well, um, well, Liva, I love to end each podcast with the same question for every guest. Okay. So this podcast is called the honor it all podcast. So what are you choosing to honor today? Ooh, um, that's a good one. Um, I want to honor it all now. Um, Uh, you for having me on the show, but um, you know, uh, with with September hitting and uh, eleven coming up, you know the service men and women, the veterans. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's you know especially time right now with the thirteen that we just lost. You know, my heart goes out to them and their families, and um, you know I thank them for fighting for our freedom. Um, it's uh, man, it's a, it's a tough duty they they, they take, and uh, you know love and respect to, to all of them. And, uh, I hope hope we get everybody back, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. That's a great thing to honor for sure. I appreciate it. And, and really that's it folks. I mean, what a perfect way to end this episode with, um, Lifa Tatupu and Lifa, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Honor. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And remember everyone, We are not promised tomorrow, so be present today. That is the gift, and take time to honor it all. 